Only one of tonight's nominees will win the Oscar for Best Picture, but they will live on because they touched something in all who saw them. Here are the nominees for Best Picture. American Sniper. Birdman, or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Boyhood. The Grand Budapest Hotel. The Imitation Game. Selma. The Theory of Everything. Whiplash. And the Oscar goes to this son of a bitch's green card Birdman you sound insane you realize that yeah the whole world got crazy seriously it's showtime what is up man fan welcome to our third annual I believe third annual Oscar redo could probably come up with a better terminology for that, but you get the point. You know what we're doing here. Got a nice little break in the in the movie calendar right now. The number one movie at the box office this weekend was Titanic. Okay, for the, let's go. <laughs> so, congrats to Jimmy Cam Cam. It's nice to see a little guy, you know, get a win um, every once in a while. Yeah, good. it's inspiring Finally. for all of us, really. Uh, if <laughs> If you uh if you you too can can take a submarine to the bottom of the ocean, um if you can just get the three four three of the four biggest movies of all time on your uh, on your resume. So uh the dream is still alive, Richard. The dream is still alive. Um We got a little break in the in the schedule. Next week we'll be talking Ant Man and then Really, for the next few months, like there's a movie every month, every week, like a, a a real bona fide movie, just about um that will be in theaters and stuff that we will be able to talk about. But we all know Avatar's made like a trillion dollars by now, and <laughs> yeah. if you've looked at the looked at the breakdown, it's it's made like one point seven billion dollars from international. <laughs> it's all international it's a ton of money, man. A ton I, of money, and. uh it's funny that that's the case, but honestly, I'm attributing a lot of the success financially to there's just nothing out. There hasn't been anything out for two months. And as soon as something came out, knock at the cabin, people went and saw it. And it was number one. It's like, oh, something else is out? Titanic? Yeah, we'll go see that. We'll go, we'll go see it. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of been the only thing. Everything Damn. that kind of came was supposed to come out and compete with Avatar, flopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns out people do not want to see a four-hour-long movie about debauchery in 1920s Hollywood. It, it turns out. That was a... Hollywood needed to find that out, though, you know? And you you live, took you your kid, and, and <laughs> he was into it. Yeah. But that wasn't a great, you know, <laughs> yeah. control. Yeah. He's like, man, that's a lot of cocaine, Dad, even for them. I'm like, yeah, I know, dude. It's, it's fine. Um we started doing this episode uh, a couple of years ago, 
Um, we thought it would be fun to look back at the Oscars from a given year and and sort of uh, talk about the year that was uh, the movie year that, that that was that movie year, excuse me, and then sort of look at the the big awards, the big uh, the big eight awards, and kind of look at them through the lens of of eight ten years down the line and what uh, what what the Oscars got right, maybe what they didn't get right, and and also maybe just a little bit of like what what resonates now versus taking the campaigning and the political the political yes. nature and the narrative nature of those whatever 12 weeks out of it and saying what yeah. what, what lasted what lasted it's a great way to put it so third one we've done this the uh, first one was 2013's oscars which was what the 85th oscars i mm. believe this is the 87th i think so yep. 86th oscars we did last year um and then this is this is 87 so we were talking about the movies of 2014 and the Oscars of 2015, just to be, to be clear on that. But before we dang get it, this, <laughs> I'm out, guys. You guys have a great episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> Texts always confuse me. <laughs> we need to, uh, we need to stop down it's these movie years, man. These daggum movie years. <laughs> I tried to tell you. Um, we need to, we need to do fully finish out our movie draft 2022 so that we can prepare for movie draft 2023. So I have the results for you guys. If you're, Oh, this one's easy. (laughs) If you don't know what we're talking about, we want to do some guessing before (laughs) you reveal it, but yeah, explain. Sure. Yes. Every year, uh, minus 2020 and 2021 because of COVID. Um, the three of us, we will pick, movies and uh i think this year guys we're gonna do two sets we're gonna do a summer movie draft and then like a winter movie draft i think we also let the vips get in on this which was hugely successful we had almost 100 people join uh the the movie draft the vip movie draft last year so if you are uh if you're a vip you'll be getting an email about that soon for for this year's league and uh recapping last year's league and if you're not a VIP, go to moviespodcast.com slash VIP. Join that. You get lots of uh, free episodes, uh, access to our exclusive Discord, and uh, the opportunity to participate in the movie draft. Every year we do a draft between the three of us. We pick 10 movies, and then we keep track through the year uh, of the points that each movie generates, which is based on their box office and uh, their Rotten Tomato score, letterbox score, and then award nominations that they that those movies receive. And the deal is, the winner gets nothing, really, but the loser has to do a solo episode, and the movie that the person who loses has to review gets to be it's a pick. the uh, The winner gets to pick. So I guess that's your prize. You get to you get to pick how miserable your friend is for uh, a solo episode here. Hmm. And it's a movie they hate, yes, on purpose. Usually, so we've we've had uh, Kent has had to review, I believe, Grown Ups two, right? Grownups too, um, and some some minions adjacent. Yeah. It could have been Despicable Me or Minions. I don't remember. And I think Richard had to review Corky Romano, mm-hmm. maybe the Chris Kattan classic. Yeah, Son of the so, Mask. That was for something is, else, though. I think that was for a different bet. Yeah, that was for that was pre movie. That was because you said the Nowitzki doc would do better uh-huh. than Semi Pro in the basketball movie oh, bracket yeah. that we did, that. and Semi Pro obliterated it. So you had to do that. I remember. Tough. 
I'm still right. Shout out VIPs. <laughs> so lots at stake here. Um, I'm not gonna. I may not go through the whole team, but like, yeah, can't. What what kind of guesses you got here? What kind of guesses you got? I'm guessing. Oh, I know Richard obliterated this with okay with Top Gun Maverick and Avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was mm-hmm. in, that was easy. Yeah. I would say the Top Gun Maverick was the pick of the year because I think all of us probably thought it would do well mm-hmm. financially. We didn't know if it would be good, and we didn't know it would have the Oscar pool that it did. So yeah. those were two huge wins. Uh, probably that Richard wasn't anticipating that it, it it definitely got in his favor. And then Avatar, you know the story there, big success yeah. uh, worldwide. The ones I remember picking, pretty bombs pretty hard. I remember picking Babylon. I remember picking Empire of Light just because it starred yeah. Olivia Coleman. And I was like, this yeah. is going to be an Oscar movie. It was a good bet, honestly. So uh, that did come out, by the way. Yeah, uh, HBO were, Max. You're wondering, yeah. but those are the ones I remember picking, and so I, I think I probably either lost. I, I, I'm probably borderline lost with you. I don't remember what you picked, but okay. Um, Richard did win this going away, which is it's more impressive, Richard. Not that just that, like you ended up with the two biggest movies of the year with Top Gun Maverick, uh, which was worth just over 6,000 points and oh. Avatar 2, which was worth over 7,000 points. So um, it's not just the, okay, like you got the two biggest movies of the year. <laughs> you had three movies that didn't even come out this year and still so, still killed us. So I refuse to stop drafting at a certain <laughs> point. I'm like the Los Angeles Rams. I only pick stars. And if it I didn't come out, does he have to have it next year? Is that, should uh, that be a no, rule? But, no, I cut them. Yeah. So <laughs> cocaine bear is a free agent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We did subs for a while and then it just, it was such a, yes. At, at the end of the year, you had Killers of the Flower Moon, The Killer, and Next Goal Wins, which did not even come out, and The Good Nurse, which was only a Netflix movie and didn't get any real award buzz. So, um, so congratulations. Richard, Richard scores a total of 16,593 points to, to, uh, walk away winner with this one. This was, you were resting in the third quarter of this one. So I want to say I, I, Bet on Tom Cruise a few years ago with the Mummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a redemption. It was redemption. You know, I, I've been right historically. You just bet on Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I happened to pick the one that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he paid me back because he's reliable. So right. he's like, "I got you, Rich." <laughs> Please like me. Mach Please ten. Like me. Yeah. yeah, and made a billion dollars. So <laughs> thanks, Tom. All you had to do is I'll send read. Him I'll a read note. that pamphlet you sent me. <laughs> Yeah, all you had to do was send him a note saying, "Tom, I'm kind of disappointed in your performance recently." And he was like, yeah. I'm, "I'm so sorry, Richard. I'm so sorry. I did. I'll make yep. it happen. I'll make it up to you, Dad." Yeah, personal personalized stationery with like Brian <laughs> yeah. Gill level calligraphy. <laughs> so Brian, can you recap the movies that we picked sure. before you yeah. reveal the winner or after whatever? Yeah. One's best. So Richard had Avatar two, uh, Top Gun Maverick, Thor: Love and Thunder, The Fablemans, Bullet Train, and The Lost City, and then. Those four movies that I yeah. mentioned that three were yeah. unreleased and one was just Fableman's a good pick. It was. Yeah. It was. Not that it, it mattered, but quite well on that. Um yeah. my team was Black Panther two, Lightyear, which was a massive disappointment, The Batman, Minions Two, Shazam Two, which did not come out, Amsterdam, Woof, that hurt. Fantastic Beast Three, She Said, Creed Three, which did not come out, and a man called Otto. And then Kento, you had Jurassic World Dominion, Empire oh. of Light, Knives oh. Out 2, Sonic oh. the Hedgehog 2, 
Mm. Babylon, Doctor Strange mm. 2, Nope, mm. Black mm. Adam, Disappointment Boulevard, which did not come out and is now titled something different. I can't remember. Bo is afraid. Kent's draft team name was Disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that was my <laughs> that was actually the team yes. name, yeah. 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 And the Northman. Um that's, that's so, tough. Yeah, I can't I'm I it's hard for me to build um any real uh anticipation or, or excitement here. Um my teams, my my draft, so I mentioned Lightyear was a massive disappointment. Fantastic Beasts not did not do very well. Amsterdam was a huge flop. I did get a a solid showing from Minions Two. Uh, I believe Black Panther was the third highest scoring movie. Yes, that is accurate. Now, way way only worth about three thousand points, so less than half of what Top Gun Maverick did, and um, you know, way way under what Avatar Two did as well. Batman was fourth, so it scored almost three thousand points. It did pretty well on that. Um, I finished with a total of 9,763 points. Kent, you had a big showing at the box office with Jurassic World. That was the third highest grossing movie of the year, I believe. And Doctor Strange 2, which was the fourth highest grossing movie of the year. Uh, but both, but Jurassic Park especially didn't do super well with, with critics, obviously. Your biggest score was Doctor Strange 2 with about 2,300 points. And Sonic 2 came in at, at uh, just under 1,000 points. Uh, Babylon hurt you a lot. I, I thought that was such a great pick. I got that. I mean, that was one that I was I was going after hard. And it just, boy, it did not, it did not work out for anyone. So, mm. Kent, at the end of the day, unfortunately, I must report that the total for your team is 6,020 points, uh, which is Wait, those three extra points for the Oscar nominations didn't do anything? (laughs) Well, listen, Babylon scored... So this is is the way it works. (laughs) Babylon scored 371 points. 340 of the points came from nominations. So it's it's all the box office. So you finished with 6,020 points, which is less than Richard scored just with Top Gun Maverick. Unfortunately, so I was really betting hard on Glass Onion getting those those Oscar noms because yeah. I knew yeah. it wasn't coming out in theaters, and I still yeah. still took yeah it. Empire it let you down is. a little bit. Babylon flopping hurt. Um, yeah, I mean Jurassic World is always a you, you know what you're getting. You're going to get a ton of points based on the box office, but you're going to get killed at the with the uh, Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. But uh, so yes, Richard, you are the winner this season. Congratulations, and you will get to pick the solo episode for. Kent, and once again, I, I, I just I just stay in the happy media. Do I do it? Thing. Yeah, I know, Brian. We got to get him one of these years, Kent. Um, Brian, still have not lost. I only think I've won once, but I just I just make sure I don't lose. That's the key, you know. I'm just curious, Brian. Do I That's go amazing. by level of minions or or Jennifer Garner scream time? <laughs> what do you think? I'll do a search. I'll put a spreadsheet together. Maybe season one of Alias. Oh man. No, I'm not watching all that. So. <laughs> It'd be pretty rough. It'd be pretty rough. So congrats, Richard. Uh, in the next Thank couple you. of days, once you let Kent know what movie he needs to review and... Uh, hey, Discord, tag me. Yeah, there you go. Because I won't read it otherwise. Tag me and give me some recommends. Kent. But I'll be thinking too. I can't promise I'll pick yours, but I would love some inspo. So sure. Mad About Movies podcast slash VIP, get in the Discord and let me know. 
I'll set up when we get off this call. I will set up a channel in there for you, Richard. There you go. I can do that. No, that's a good idea. Drop, I'll do they that. Can for drop you. right into you. So um, better luck next year, Kento. Um, and, and you and I will try to unseat Rich. I think Richards won two or three years in a row. Next year, I'm going to look at the so. list before we do the draft. That's a good idea. I would yeah. say. Uh, and remember, snake draft. You you get to draft twice in a row. If you're He's not going to remember that. I'm so, not. Okay. Yeah, I'll be confused. <laughs> Don't worry. Always hilarious. Um, okay, we will do the. Uh, Probably in the next couple of weeks, Kent, we'll get that solo episode out on the VIP and then we will do, we'll do next year's movie draft sometime, I would guess in early to mid March. So be on the lookout for that and it will be a, uh, it'll be a summer draft boys. We'll, we'll, we'll break it up into two cause I'm tired of this whole, uh, well, we picked this movie and then it immediately got shifted to 2024 or whatever. I hate that stuff. So. Um, we'll kind of stick with the, the summer movies and we'll do a different one and it'll be fun and it, and it creates content too, which is great. Um, all right. 2014 is the year 2015 Oscars, the 87th Academy Awards. Um, the way we do this, we just look at the, the big eight, which is adapted in original screenplays, best supporting actor and actress, best actor and actress, uh, best director and best picture. We will finish with best picture. Uh, we want to start with the the screenplays, guys. We want to go there first. Let's do it. All right. I will throw to you first. I'm going to bring up the. Let me bring up the actual winners first, and uh, and I'll, we'll we'll do those as we uh, I look at each uh, each each of these awards. Sorry, I had a tab open earlier and I, I closed it. So, best adapted screenplay. We'll start there. The five nominees, Richard, and then I want your list first, uh, is were The Imitation Game, American Sniper, which got a lot of nominations, Inherent Vice, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. The winner there was The Imitation Game. Richard, what are your five uh, nom- retroactive nominees here, and what's your, who's your winner, or what is your winner, I should say? My winner for that, I, I'm just subbing out... Um, uh, theory of everything. Okay. And putting in, um, actually putting in 22 jump street. Cause I, I always like to put a comedy in a screenplay. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go, but my winner is going to be whiplash. Okay. Nice. I like that. So I yeah, like that. same, same nominees minus, uh, I try to, I don't try to go, I try to sub out one nominee or two nominees. I try not to rethink the whole thing. Cause nominations are normally a little more correct than winners, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's really, awful so you have to like change out the entire category but this wasn't one of them i looked at my list from last year and i i i think mine was was that it was like a lot of one or maybe two changes per per category uh and maybe a different winner but this year i i have several i think that i went went completely off book um at least with at least at least with this guy we'll see can't what about you who are your what are your five nominees goodness gracious i can't talk guys i'm sorry what are your five nominees for adapted screenplay uh for the 87th academy awards yeah i'm kind of with richard i am subbing out theory of everything i wanted would god's not dead have been adapted <laughs> from the word of god <laughs> it's always a tough question yeah it's always a okay tough so faith-based movies uh-huh so I would have had that neither adapted or original, depending <laughs> on on where you guys fall on it. I'm with Richard though. My winner is Whiplash. Mm-hmm. I think that okay. is, a, is a great screenplay. This is another thing 
this year. I think we saw with a sequel that was adapted. I think it was Knives Out that was adapted for adapted because it was characters mm-hmm. created right. by Ryan right. Johnson. It's the same yeah. thing. Characters created by Damien Chazelle based on his short film that he did. Mm-hmm. To, Basically, it's right. proof of concept to get this movie made. Yeah, and <laughs> had to put it in adapted. I don't think it would have won original screenplay, but it it, it certainly has that feel with uh, with the dialogue and J.K. Simmons' performance won him uh, the Oscar here. Spoiler alert for later, but also spoiler alert for this episode. Is there a more irrelevant movie that did better in this year than The Imitation Game? I know. I remember <laughs> yeah. seeing this, enjoying it. I've thought about it maybe twice <laughs> since then, <laughs> and, and I always forget the name. I'm like, what is that movie called with that at Cumberbatch when he was coding? I ne- the Imitation Game is ne- I it, I never remember the name ever. Yeah, you yeah. could have been like, that's the theory of everything. I'd be like, oh yeah, theory of everything. Got it. Yep. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that one. That movie is. It's not. It's not in the same category in terms of like. Let me say it's a much better movie than Trumbo, but it's this yeah. it's kind of the same kind of thing. It's like this is an important story and we did a really terrible thing to this person and you're like, yeah, we we did. And but it's not a, it's it's definitely not a movie that sticks with you. Yeah, just because it wins Oscars and and is yeah. critically accepted doesn't mean it's going to have any staying power and there's there's some proof right there. I I wouldn't yeah. th- think Imitation Game has more staying power right now than whiplash or American sniper in that, in that category. But you guys don't think, do you think, uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is ever like, is ever like, what was that movie? I was nominated for best actor for (laughs) somewhere between 2012 and 2015. Exactly. He doesn't remember the name. He remembers it, but doesn't. Yeah. I would play down Turing. I remember that. That was good. (laughs) Like that part of it. (laughs) That was good. I went way off script. I went, uh, I went a most wanted man, the uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, oh car. yeah, yeah, that should have been. That's a good one. I had that in my uh, best picture nominations, but I forgot that for screenplay. Yeah, I'll sub that one out too. So eat it, uh, <laughs> inherit vice. There we go. Uh, I I went with uh, Gone Girl was this year. Um, Shoot, yeah. <laughs> wild yeah wild is gonna come up a bunch i really like i think that movie is very good i don't to be honest it doesn't have like a ton ton of staying power but it great performance by reese which will be mentioned here in a minute and i think it's a really good script um and i went with guardians of the galaxy like richard's job is yeah. to try to work in a comedy in a few of these spots my job is to work in a blockbuster kind of movie guardians is so weird and unique and different and oh yeah I don't even know script. if it counts as adapted, but I'm just assuming it is because <laughs> yeah. it's based Comic on book. comics. So sure, okay. But my winner is Whiplash as well. So we all pick the same winner. Um, I think Whiplash. I think Whiplash was within like six months. People were like, "Man, that is a really freaking good movie," and we we probably underrated it at uh, at the time. And then when La La Land comes out in a couple years, then it's then I think it really had a big resurgence. I think it's way more relevant than a lot of the movies that. Uh, that were actually nominated in this year. So, yeah. That's my set and my winner. Let's move to original screenplay. Um, Kent, I'll go to you first on this one. The nominees this year were Birdman. I'm not going to read the whole title every single time. It is Birdman, Boyhood, 
Foxcatcher, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and Nightcrawler by Dan Gilroy. Uh, Kent, what are your nominees and winner? And the winner, excuse me, the winner for the actual winner was Birdman. So nominees and winner for original screenplay, Kento. Yeah, I really like these uh, nominees. Uh, not many I would take out. If I was to take one out, it would probably be Nightcrawler and I would replace it. I don't know if this would be considered original. I think it is. Uh, Love and Mercy. Okay. Remember about this year with the Beach yep. Boys, uh, Paul I'm Dano, looking. John Cusack. I think Love maybe. and Mercy is a twenty. Well, no, it was no. end of yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah, You're totally right. Okay, I have that on mine too. <laughs> right. I think I have that counted as a twenty fifteen movie. So I need to. Oof, that changes things. Okay, good. good <laughs> this changes everything. Yeah. We're we're, we're, I we're love on the that fly movie, here, boys. So, we're yeah. li- we're By the way, Richard, I'm sure you know this, but Taken Three was January first, twenty fifteen. So just <laughs> no, I know. Trust me, we'll be talking about it next year. Trust yeah, me, just around. Uh, so yeah, I would. I liked Love and Mercy a lot this year too. So if that counts as original, then I would sub out uh, Nightcrawler and put that in. Although Nightcrawler, great movie. Yeah, underrated from this year. The Gilroy's sure. man, the brothers Gilroy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They write good stuff. Yeah, um, for mine, I'm taking Nightcrawler out, putting Love and Mercy in there as well, Kent. So great call there. Um, and then for my winner, I am choosing for best original screenplay. I'm choosing Grand Budapest. Nice. Really like that script and uh, really like that film in general. One of my favorite Wes Anderson films. And uh, yeah. So okay. that one was like just loving the, you know, I thought that was his, one of his most, uh, you know, he's such a visual director and he's a great writer too, but that one was just really popped off the page. Yeah. That's my winner as well. I have Grand Budapest Hotel as the winner. Nice. Um, I, I'm keeping Birdman Boyhood. I'm swapping in Chef, the John Favreau movie uh, that I think is mm-hmm. a lot of fun and super rewatchable and uh, is a really easy script that works well. And I'm going with Edge of Tomorrow as well, which will come up at least another time or two on my on my list here. It has a great script, great story. Super underrated movie. I think people are really catching on. It just got released on HBO Max like this week, I think. I think it's HBO Max. Um, so hopefully some more people will watch it too. That movie rules. Come up another time or two. Um, I'm looking at Love and Mercy and it is... Uh, it got like awards and award nominations in both years. 2015 and twenty. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's that's, that's great. Love that. I'm going to count it as next year because I don't, I don't okay. want to rethink things on the, on the fly. But I love that movie and I, I appreciate you guys... Uh, your thoughts there. That's good. Okay. Best. What was your, what was your, your pick was love and mercy, right? Can't. Okay. My, my, no, my, uh, my pick was uh Birdman. Oh, my fault. My fault. Yeah. Okay. I like, uh, I, I mean, I think that's a great screenplay obviously plays yeah, out yeah, sure. like, uh, like a play and stuff. So it deserves recognition in that category. Definitely. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. Okay. Let's go to, uh, let's go to best supporting actor. Always a tough category. I will say not as many, not as many options this year. This wasn't a great supporting actor year, but the but at the top you got some serious heavy hitters. So the nominees in this category this year were J.K. Simmons, who ended up being the winner. J.K. Simmons for Whiplash, Robert Duvall for The Judge, 
going to go ahead and tell you guys I did not. I'm the judge. <laughs> My name is Judge. Um, Ethan Hawke, Boyhood, Edward Norton, Birdman, and Mark Ruffalo for Foxcatcher. This is a heavy hitter category with with Simmons, Hawk, and Norton. I think especially mm-hmm. uh, those Edward are the five Ruffalo, nominees. But Richard, what? Who were your five nominees, and who's your winner? Yeah, I'm subbing out Robert Duvall, and mm-hmm. I'm putting in Paul Dano. It's hard to tell because that's kind of a co-lead performance, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing him as the supporting. I'm just going to yeah. act like I'm promoting that because um, mm-hmm. that's what they do. And I am also assuming that it's this calendar year because you're right. I, I mean, I just looked up the 2014 movies. It's kind of what I based this off of, like the totally. Google. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But so my, in my world, it is nominated. But could be wrong. So Duval is out. Great actor. But the judge is uh, a TV movie at mm-hmm. best. <laughs> And but my winner is surprisingly, you know, I'm keeping J.K. Simmons in the category, but I'm punishing him a bit, which is not fair um, for two things. One, um, the DC movies. Mm-hmm. But secondly, because um, Marvel paid me to do that. But secondly, it's like such a lead performance to me, a co-lead sure. even more so. Um, so I'm going to give it to a really great, beautiful supporting performance from Ethan Hawke in Boyhood. OK, I like that. Kinto, what about you? Five nominees in your Yeah, that's certainly a performance that stuck with me. I'm doing something different for this category. I'm removing two and adding three. I like it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm removing Robert Duvall mm-hmm. and Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and I'm adding uh, Matt Damon as Lieutenant James Granger. I'm adding... Um, John Goodman as Sergeant Walter Garfield, and I'm adding Bill Murray as Sergeant Richard Campbell in The Monuments Men. You're getting all the money in there. Mm, Love it. As many as possible. Mm. <laughs> Gotta get him in there. Yeah. Best Supporting Gosh. Monument Men. Man. Love I mean, it. Who would you guys yeah. choose out of there? It's tough. <laughs> Let the Academy decide. But I would go J.K. Simmons this year. I still think that's the performance yeah. of his career. Made yeah. the movie, and you know people have written about it. It's such a also. I'd go to his theater once, and I've brought this up before, but he's got this theater in Montana. I had to see a terrible version of Oklahoma there, and I'll <laughs> I'll never vote for him ever again. It's like four hours long, family made me go. So he was great, me. though. He wasn't in it. He was not even in town. He just <laughs> acted at this. Uh, theater i think how and patronizes it now when he, he just throws his m&m's money at it it's like yeah here, yeah here you guys go exactly <laughs> so it was truly um one of the worst nights of my life so <laughs> can't let it go i like it we like pettiness around here mm-hmm. um you know i'm keeping hawk norton and simmons i'm subbing bill paxton and nightcrawler nice one of his last roles yeah. uh movie wise really good in that too that's not a movie i love bill paxton and edge of tomorrow as well yeah that's, that's awesome. true could have gone that route too good 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 paxton, paxton here and i'm also subbing in more like uh, apex not k-pax <laughs> i'm also <laughs> subbing peak in packs tony revelori from grand budapest hotel love okay it, cool um great role T- tough to act against uh ray fines and Saoirse Ronan and still be awesome. So he's very good. But my winner is, this is a really tough one because Simmons is incredible. I love Boyhood. It will come up several times more uh, through the course of this thing. I think Hawk is the most important part 
of that. I think he holds the movie. Like I know Arquette won the award. She's great. I think Hawk holds that movie together in most of its best scenes for me personally. So I'm going Ethan Hawk for the win here. And he should have 10 more Oscars at some point in his career. He's the best. We love him. Supporting actress. Coming to you first, Kent. The nominees this year were Patricia Arquette for Boyhood, Laura Dern for Wild, Kira Knightley for The Imitation Game, Emma Stone for Birdman, and Meryl Streep for Into the Woods. For mm. Kent, Meryl, did Meryl Streep nomin- act? Then she was right. nominated. That's right. Your five nominees and your winner. I'm Team Meryl. I'm keeping Meryl in there. Wow, bold choice. But um, did you guys know Kate Blanchett was in a movie this year? That's right, she was. The Monuments Men. I'm putting her in here <laughs> as a nominee. God. But I'm going There's Patricia no Arquette. way that Kate Blanchett remembers that she was in The Monuments <laughs> Men. I did not remember that she was in The Monuments Men, so no way. No way she was. Uh, okay. That's hilarious. Right. So who's your winner? I'm Patricia sorry. Patricia Arquette. Okay. Right. Although, uh, this one was tough for me. I went back and forth with Emma Stone. I think that Emma Stone performance is it's really good. Mm-hmm. Is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not the best of her career. La La Land or Super yeah. Bad. Mm-hmm. Go we back and forth. That, since we give this award, we know she wins it later on. That's yeah. true. It's so easier can, in retrospect to yeah. not give it to her. But in the sure. moment, I was like, man, I, I think I wanted her to win. Although, boyhood. I mean, yeah. what more can you Chris say? Chris great. Yeah. Okay. Richard, what about you? I'll go Jessica Chastain in A Most Violent Year in that part. Okay. That's okay. And That's I'll good. go, and I'll keep Patricia Arquette. All right. I like that. I was, I was trying to decide between those two, so. Yeah. I'm keeping Arquette, Knightley, and Emma Stone. I think, like we have, the imitation game is is not that great, but Knightley is very. I think her performance is is. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is very good, but I think Knightley's is is better. Um, in that movie, personally, I'm adding, uh, Carmen Ajogo from Selma, as like the, nice. the Coretta Scott, uh, role, and Rachel McAdams for A Most Wanted Man, um. It's not a great year for supporting actress. It's a worse year for actress. We'll get to that in just a second. But uh, my winner is Emma Stone, though. I think I love Patricia Arquette. Um, I think that Emma Stone is better just slightly. But you guys are right. It would be easy to say. And maybe I should put that into perspective. But I'm going to stick. I'll stick with Emma Stone here. Um, the let's go. Let's let's keep it. Let's go actress. This is a brutal year for um best actress i <laughs> was looking at these nominees and i was like gosh i don't remember most of, of these movies it's it this is a yeah this is a tough one we've we've got a long way to go we we've we've come a long way um it's nice that in a in a given year now it usually feels like there are 10 or 12 legitimate choices for best actress not like we just gotta figure something out maybe <laughs> like we've got to find a way to get five here in the category uh, the nominees were Julianne Moore for Still Alice, Marion Cotillard for Two Days, One Night, Felicity Jones for The Theory of Everything, Rosamund Pike, Gone Girl, and Reese Witherspoon for Wild. The winner here was Julianne Moore, a mother to us all. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard, what are who are your nominees and, uh, and your winner? You know, my thing, I'm always watching Still Alice. So <laughs> just every day. No, just <laughs> every day. Yeah. Um, part of me wants to give a nomination and a win uh, to Amy Adams for Big Eyes just to kind of 
save us a lot of pain in coming <laughs> yeah. years. <laughs> just hedge this thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, that's uh-huh. kind of my uh, sliding doors moment. If you don't know that <laughs> reference, you don't listen to mm-hmm. podcasts. Right. Right. Um, so, but I am going to, I'm going to sub out Felicity Jones and I'm going to put, um, what was the one I had? Shoot. Sorry. Lost my, lost my, uh, no, actually I'm going to, I'm going to keep the category as is. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I've, I've never seen Two Days, One Night, but I ride for Marilyn Coltyard, so I'm just assuming she's <laughs> awesome in it. But I am going to change the winner. I'm going to give to Rosamund Pike and Gone Girl. She's awesome in that. That movie freaking rules and holds up so well. So, yeah, um, okay. yeah I'm going to go. Nice. I'm going to go. That That's a really, really incredible, not just creepy performance, but funny and mm-hmm. detailed and layered. And like, she just crushed that. So, and then we didn't yeah. get to see her for like seven years for some reason. So, yeah, that's great. Good call. Kent, what about you? Five nominees and your winner. Yeah, I ro- I ride or die for Julianne Moore. Same. So still Alice is a weekly watch in our household. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just such, I love the subject matter. It's uplifting. <laughs> that, you know? that and the father with Anthony Hopkins <laughs> yeah. are just double feature. <laughs> Round it out with Manchester by the Sea and <laughs> all the weekend. Well, that's just such a beach watch, you know. You know when you're at the beach and it rains and you're like, let's all watch right. a movie. So you just yeah. throw on Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. You know that. Gather thing. the family around to play yeah. Monopoly and watch Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do that with my kid. <laughs> Pull up a chair, Coop. That uh, back to back with the. <laughs> Um, Dunkin' Donuts sketch with Casey Affleck, yeah. too. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna sub in Jessica Chastain from Interstellar, okay, in this category. And I'm also uh going to sub in oh, this is tough. Can I sub in Emily Ratajkowski from Gone Girl? <laughs> I don't know if that's leading, but yeah. depends on your definition. There wasn't much support, so <laughs> don't I. Can I sub in the queen of us all, Carrie Russell from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? Sure. That was this year sure. as well. I'm actually, you know, for real, I'm subbing in uh, Kristen Wiig in the Skeleton Twins. I don't know if Me you guys too. saw that. Look this uh, movie. I was going to say, on. I didn't know she was in Monuments Men. <laughs> I looked. But uh, she's great in this. Yeah, she's great. And uh, underrated movie from this year, mm-hmm. Skeleton Twins. Like that. So who's your winner? <sighs> Rosamund Pike. Okay. I uh, I'm gonna keep Reese and Rosamund and Felicity sort of out of by default, I guess. I'm also subbing in Kristen Wiig for the Skeleton Twins. Very underrated movie. And I will also, I'm going to put in Emily Blunt from Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say Into the Woods. I forgot Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, could be that too. She's actually good in that. Um, but yeah, Edge of Tomorrow Edge of Tomorrow rules. She is incredible in that movie. I know it's like super action, sci-fi. That movie, that kind of movie never gets uh, acting awards for sure. But gosh, she's good in it. And so is that gif. Um, but I'm also going to pick Rosamund Pike as my winner. Very closely nudging out Reese Witherspoon, who is so good in that movie. And mm-hmm. I think 
like totally recast herself um, as an actor with with that. Totally. performance. It's a really great job. Really great job on that. But, Man, that that Roseman Pike one is pretty weird. Like yeah. eight years down the road or whatever we are. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That, I mean, that one. That's the one I'm looking at so far. That's like pretty. That's like the dumbest that she didn't win. Yeah. No, I, I think I think I'm with you. especially especially in a week year. Like, yeah. No offense to Julianne Moore, but like. Seven people saw that movie. Yeah. No one remember. I mean, it, it's hey, I, sorry, but seven, <laughs> seven different people. Not oh, not on my couch at once watching people. it at our yeah, family yeah. reunion. Saw it. Talking about the party I had last weekend. Or? <laughs> <laughs> you guys coming to the Still Alice power party or no? Oh, mm. uh, uh, that stinks. That was streaming. It's so much easier to. That would have been so back <laughs> in the house party days of college, like. <laughs> you know, you play music and just like, you know, put on a yeah. fight club or something on mute. Uh-huh, just yeah. make your Captain Carilli's you- mandolin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Make your bet just playing the most depressing <laughs> movies you could think of. For what sure. All right. Best actor. Yeah. Best actor. The nominees were Eddie Redmayne. Mm, I <laughs> use his proper name. It's Newt Salamander, bro. Newt Scamander's own Eddie Redmayne, <laughs> two-time Newt's Oscar Scamander. winner. <laughs> same same year as the uh, Cloud loves- Atlas movie too. So uh, heck yeah, what a year! <laughs> I'm, don't worry, we're talking about that in Best Picture later. We party. Eddie Redmayne for Theory of Everything. Steve Carell, Foxcatcher. Bradley Cooper, American Sniper. Benedict Cumberbatch, The Imitation Game. And Michael Keaton for Birdman. Kent, who are your five nominees? Who's your winner? Uh, obviously, my nominees are I'm subbing out Cumberbatch mm-hmm. and Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. And I'm subbing in, obviously, <laughs> Kevin Costner's work in Draft Day. <laughs> and... George Clooney's leading role <laughs> in the Money and Mince Men. You're way for it. So stupid. Leading man. <laughs> With all those A-listers, just was able to mm-hmm. carve his way. And direct, directed it. And right? he had to direct it. So my winner there is obviously Kevin Costner. <laughs> no, um, Man, Michael Keaton, how did he not win for this? Yeah. That's another, like, how? Two best f- performances of this year. Well, I guess Simmons' whiplash is up there, but, and Arquette, actually. But yeah, they, they got the supporting ones probably right, even though I chose differently on, on them. Mm. But uh, actor and actresses were whiffs. <laughs> Big I know. This is a weird Oscar. I remember watching this and being like, wait, wait what? Yeah. How, how are we giving Birdman this many awards, but, but we're missing on, on, uh, on the actor. I would this also kind of the whole point of this movie. Have um, nominated David Oyelowo from Selma. Yeah. He's I have fantastic. Him in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Richard, what are you? I'm taking Redmayne out and putting Oyelowo mm-hmm. Olo- in. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um and but my winner is Michael Keaton. Okay. I'm subbing out I guess three of the five, because I'm I'm also going Oh yeah, Lolo for Sel- Selma. Excuse me. I put McConaughey in for Interstellar. I didn't think that at the moment. I think that performance has gotten better with time. Like the, I don't. Wherever you stand on Interstellar 
and I've kind of come up and down on it over, over the years. I think his performance in that is really stinking good. And it doesn't really, I mean, he won the year before, right? So like, who cares? But he wasn't nominated here, but um, I think he's really good. at. It. And I'm putting Ray Fiennes in as well for uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, I'm going to take, keeping, hey, can I go back real quick? Yeah, yeah. On supporting actor, and I'm serious about this, I'm taking mm-hmm. also taking Ruffalo out. And I'm putting Tyler Perry in for Gone Girl. That's a great performance. Oh, Sorry. That's a good point. I should have called that, that out yeah. earlier. Yeah. He's good so call. good in that part. It's it's weird how good he is as a serious actor. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like he's great at it. And he's made the right decision because he's worth so much money. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hold on. We're still on best actor, right? Yeah. yeah. I had just I'm gonna go I'm gonna do one more ride in before we move on. Morgan Freeman and Dolphin Tail too. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people would have just. You think he knows he was in multiple dolphin movies. <laughs> so many people. Like, I remember a dolphin in. of some kind somewhere, <laughs> but he brought it. Um, all right, sorry, Brian. Could Go be ahead a paycheck roll, but he didn't. Yeah, no. I, Steve Carell, Ray Fiennes, Michael Keaton, McConaughey, and Oyelowo for uh, yeah. Selma, and Keaton is the I think very yeah. obvious winner here. for sure. Big, 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 big swing and a miss by uh, by the Academy on this one. Director, we've got two left here. Best director, the actual nominees were Alejandro Inarutu, uh, Inarutu, sorry, uh, Richard Linkletter, Bennett Miller, Richard Linkletter for Boyhood, Bennett Miller for Foxcatcher, Wes Anderson, Grand Budapest Hotel, and Morton Tildum for The Imitation Game. That is a fake name if I've ever heard one. Uh, Richard, you first. Who are the nominees for best director and your winner? Yeah, I'm going to take out Morton Tildum and I'm going to put David Fincher in here. Weird Who? take of mine. Mm, never heard of him, but okay. And Is that still Alice director? Or? Okay. <laughs> and I think I want to put another one in, but I, I just obviously there's not room. Yeah, but Tildum's out and Fincher in. I'm going to go ahead and okay. make that call. And I'm my winner is going to be who actually won in your two? Okay. Best director. Kent, who about you? Oh, this one's tough. Mm-hmm. Multiple uh, ride ins, multiple switch outs. I'm taking out Bennett Miller, Foxcatcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't think that's a great movie. I'm taking out Morton Tildum, Imitation Game. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the work of Stuart Beatty. I am. But he brought us a film in 2014 called I, Frankenstein, which if you haven't seen, (laughs) deserved a nomination in this category. Mm -hmm. And also, the man can do it all. He's one of the few people that can actually, I know you put his name on a poster and people will go see a movie. And uh, had a movie this year. George Clooney, Monuments Man. (laughs) And I assume that's your winner. Okay. No, I'm going with honestly. I'm going with uh, uh, freaking Jamie and Chazelle. Obviously, yeah. Best director. That's what um, I wanted to put in. But, but uh, my winner, Richard Linklater. Yeah. It nice. took him 20 years to make that movie. Can we not just give him the dang Oscar? I mean, yeah. I know Birdman is very well directed. One of my favorite movies. But Boyhood is like nothing else. That needed to be recognized, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like it. 
I also subbed in Chazelle. I also subbed in Doug Lyman for Edge of Tomorrow. Mm. Chris Nolan was my last yeah. holdout there. I was interst- ah, man, Interstellar is interesting. Uh, but my winner is Linkletter as well. Nice. Um, I think that to your point, Kent, it's, I mean, that A is a good movie. It's a very good movie. But B, like, good gracious. Like, what a weird, unique, that's like, I don't know, that that is what directors do. You know, I mean, that's like. If Steven Spielberg did that, how many how many Oscars yeah, do they I give know. him? Like they're inventing <laughs> Oscars to give <laughs> Spielberg. Yeah, I just remember at the time watching this and being like, I mean, if you just want to not nominate Boyhood, I get it, I guess. But like, if we're going to nominate it for all these things, it's not going to win director. I don't really understand. That, but <laughs> yeah, um, I get. It. I mean, look, Birdman looks incredible, and it also has its own you know uniqueness and the tracking shot thing and all that stuff. It's great. I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from it. I just, I remain very impressed with, with boyhood and link letter link letter and how he, how he put that together. So, uh, okay. The final category is best picture. Our nominees are Birdman, American sniper boyhood, the grand Budapest hotel, the imitation game, Selma, the theory of everything and whiplash. Uh, can't come to you first. What are your nominees and who what what movie is your winner for best picture? Yeah, my my list is is very different than um than uh, the Academy's list in in a lot of ways. It's got some overlap. So I did nominate Birdman, Boyhood, Grand Budapest, and Whiplash was the over, overlaps. Okay. And then the other ones I added was Most Wanted Man, Interstellar, nice. mm-hmm. uh, Fury, which I enjoy, mm. David Ayer's Fury, Love and Mercy, Paddington, which was also this year, and um, Nonstop with Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, from your mouth to God's ears, brother. Heck, let's go. <laughs> That's a great one. I like it. I like it. Okay. And who's your, what's so your that's name? nine. And then the monuments men. <laughs> <laughs> that's and my winner's monuments men. <laughs> no, uh, my, oh, it's tough. <laughs> Grand Budapest might be my winner to be quite honest with you. Wow. Okay. I don't know how many people have told me that that's Wes Anderson's best movie. A lot. Same mm-hmm. with whiplash. So many people have recommended that to me, said they loved it. It just t- stood the test of time better than a lot of these have. And um, so I got, it's got that going for it. So I'll give it to Whiplash. Okay. Wow. I like it. Uh, Richard, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to take out Imitation Game and I'm going to take out Theory of Everything both because I just don't think those are to the level. I'm going to add in Love and Mercy. I'm going to add in Gone Girl, and I'm going to add in Interstellar. Okay. I like it. And your My winner, is- best picture, the 87th Academy Award, is Gone Girl. Ooh. Gavel. Nice. Okay. I like it. Nice. I am taking out American Sniper. Uh, that movie's bad, just to be clear. Yeah, uh, see, I not- keep looking at it and not wanting to take it out, but then I just don't remember it if it's bad or good. <laughs> I, and plus, I'm a patriot. Fake so. baby. So, 
One of the three Clint Eastwood movies of that year, so it's hard to remember. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to keep that. (laughs) Yeah. When Bradley Cooper shot that chair, that was wild. (laughs) Revenge, finally. Um, American Sniper out. Imitation Game out. Theory of Everything out. I'm adding Gone Girl, Edge of Tomorrow, Interstellar, Wild, and... I always like to have one spot reserved for blockbustery kind of movie. Thought about Guardians. Thought about Captain America Winter Soldier. I'm going to go completely off script and get uh, the Lego movie in here. Wow. Super like fun. It. Really unique. Great story. Could have been a screenplay, honestly. It's ridiculous the Lego movie wasn't nominated for best animated movie. Yeah, that's absurd. Very stupid. Very stupid. Uh, my winner is Boyhood. Came down Boyhood, Birdman, Grand Budapest, Whiplash, I think are the four, like for me, like big it's all true great. contenders good year. for the year. Yeah. On the film front, it's really good. Performances, there's like a few categories that are a little lacking, but I feel like it's an awesome top heavy yeah. best picture. Yeah, for sure. Was there some technicality with the live action element of Lego movie that knocked it out? Like it has to be maybe hundred percent animated yeah. or something. I guess that Weird. could be. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, that movie rules. That's a really good movie. Um, I don't know. It probably doesn't really deserve to be in the best picture. But Birdman should have won best original score too, or Interstellar. (laughs) Yeah, both of those. Grand Budapest Hotel. Like, who's putting that on and studying? (laughs) Let me just take me to the Swiss Alps, Wes. Yeah, I don't know. It's very. Yeah, it's it's very odd. It's weird one. Okay. All right. Well, this has been fun. It's fun to do these uh, these Oscar redos. I imagine we'll do 2015. Who hosted these Oscars? Do you remember? This was Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Richard. It was with the the magic trick above it. Right. You're right. right. That was that was an idea better in theory. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Than, than, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, he crushed yeah. when he did the Tonys all those years. Right. Ellen was the year before, and oh. then the year after is. Let's You're after with Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember being stuck on a plane without streaming during that one, having yeah. to watch them late. That was a weird right. one. Right, right. I'm going to go ahead and say that next year, in next year's redo for the 88th Academy Awards, I am not going to nominate anything from The Danish Girl. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, let's do a quick weekly recommend before we get out of here. Weekly recommend. Richard, what is your weekly recommend, my friend? My friend, my, my friend. Um, mine is a book that was made. I can't remember if I did this. I don't think I did. Um, my is a book that was made into a terrible movie. Um, but don't let it scare you away from the book. It's really good. Uh, Bonfire Vanities. I haven't done that. Have I? No, it's a long one. I've been reading it for a while, so I can remember if I recommended it. But yeah, it's a really, really Tom Tom uh, Tom Wolf, um, really, really great book about like '80s New York as a cool setting. Um, really great, multiple character, interwinding, cool book. Really funny in parts, thrilling in parts. Just a great big 
fat American novel about yuppie culture. And the movie's terrible with Tom Hanks, but, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed it. So if you're ever looking for something of that era to read, I, I recommend it. Nice. Nice. Kent, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to recommend a TV show. Uh, have you guys watched Paul T. Goldman yet? guys gotten around to this on no I, i've seen the thing i saw rogan promoting it but i haven't seen it yet yeah rogan is a producer on it um, joe rogan yeah is there another one <laughs> yeah okay just making sure we're he's on just asking questions free thinkers well uh, seth rogan the producer uh, on oh, it uh, not familiar jason uh Wallerman, i think his name is the guy who did a borat subsequent movie film director mm-hmm. did this and it's a semi-true crime. It's basically a true crime documentary where this guy was screwed over by his wife and, like, sets out to basically uncover, like, um, this, you know, him getting screwed over because she tried to take all his money. And mm. um, so he writes a, a screenplay about uh, this occurrence and has been trying to shop it around Hollywood and so the the series is about them shooting the movie of his hmm. life. And he's, like, telling about his life the entire time they do it. He doesn't really know that they're kind of shooting a documentary at the same time, it seems. Lots of twists and turns. Definitely an interesting way to do something like this rather than just shooting a movie about it or shooting a documentary about it. It's uh, hmm. kind of a combo of those two. And it's got... Uh, I don't want to get spoilery, but uh, last couple episodes, it's got some twists. So get ready for it. Uh, six episodes, really interesting, funny, different. Uh, check that out. Paul T. Goldman uh, on Peacock. You guys nice. will enjoy it for okay. sure. Cool. I'll look into that. Um, my weekly recommend is uh, is also a TV show that has gotten all the buzz. It is HBO's The Last of Us. If either of you guys watched this. I watched the first one. Okay. I haven't gotten uh, the time to to yeah. get into the it's rest. It's an endeavor. It's a yeah, lot. It's There's a lot, a lot of hours so far. A lot of hours, and it's not, uh, it's, it's not exactly easy, like, sit down and have a good time. It's not a beach watch, as we... As we like Manchester by the Sea? Uh-huh, yeah. It's, 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 it's no by, Manchester by the Sea. I thought the it's pilot was sea. hilarious. I don't it's know what you guys time. are talking about. <laughs> um... I gotta tell you guys, I was planning on just binging this because I played the game. It's a really great game. First one, second one, I hated. I think like I guess like a lot of people, I don't know. I don't play very many video games, but first one was maybe the best video game I've ever played, and uh, and I hated the second one. But I, I was just planning on binging it because I was like, it's not spoilable. Um, I've you know I know what's gonna happen and because of the game and such. And then the third episode came out, and everybody. My entire timeline was just like, this is the most incredible hour of television I've ever seen. I have to, you have to watch it, like all this stuff. So I did, I started it. The third episode is, it really might be the best hour of television I've ever seen. It's just incredible. It's Nick Offerman's episode and it is amazing. Um, there are five episodes into a 10 episode season, We're getting lots of, of uh, requests to do a Rants and Raves episode. Um, if one or both of you want to get in on this, but yeah, it's, uh, Pedro Pascal is incredible. The show is great. I, I was, I'm, I'm highly impressed with how they have so far like adapted 
this uh, this game and but built on it at the same time. And because uh, both of the best episodes so far have gone outside the 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 game and uh, and really opened up the world a lot. And they're it's it's incredible. It's an incredible show. I'm I'm really. Craig Mazin's making a lot of interesting yeah. stuff for them. You know, with Chernobyl yeah. was, was kind of a surprise hit, mm-hmm. kind of a weird mm-hmm. kind of hit. Yeah, um, definitely. So he's writing randomly the new Pirates movie. I don't know. Interesting. Kind of interesting. If they go darker with it, it could be cool. Yeah, yeah. But then he also wrote the Hangover sequel. So who knows? Jack Sparrow's yeah. just real angry drunk. <laughs> <laughs> abusive uh, <laughs> uh all right well yeah check out check out the last of us and uh and those those uh, other recommends as well also to as a clarification i had edge of tomorrow in his original screenplay that is based on uh a short story a japanese short story so uh that should be i think most things are a japanese short story <laughs> I so know, i wouldn't I, I wouldn't worry about just, it just just wanted to this uh, podcast to, is actually based on a japanese short story yeah I will issue a full apology on our next episode. Um, just a whole six, seven minute statement as well. So uh, the next episode in our VIP bar club grill and lounge will be a look at you've got mail with our good friend, Ellen. Um, and our next episode here on the main feed is Ant-Man quantum mania. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So be on the lookout for that. First big, big movie of Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this whole thing. If you want more from us, you need to go to madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Sign up for the VIP club and you can get access to uh, four extra episodes every month. Uh, throwback episodes, retrospectives, in addition to some of the other stuff that we do. Also, it's that entire back catalog. So that thing's been running for five and a half years. So there are literally hundreds of episodes there for your listening pleasure, as well as access to that uh, VIP Discord with lots and lots of movie fans from all around the world talking about movies 24-7. So sign up for that. We'll be back next week to talk about Quantumania. Until then, stay safe, and we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. Your salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.